Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarina. I'm Alicia Thayer. And I'm El Rodriguez. And today we are talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 1, Episode 21, Ragtag, which originally premiered on May 6th, 2014. And as always, here is our Wikipedia summary to follow. In flashbacks, a teenage ward is seen in juvenile detention, where he first meets Garrett and accepts his offer to join his organization. Over the years, Garrett trains Ward and eventually tells him about Hydra. In the present, Coulson and May infiltrate Cybertech, who they realize is connected to Centipede and Hydra, and they learn that Garrett is the first Deathlock. His implants are failing, and he needs the guesthouse drug to survive. Ooh. The team travels to Havana, Cuba, finding the the recently abandoned Hydra base, and Fitz and Simmons find the captured bus. The latter are caught by Ward and taken aboard the bus, which departs. Fitz disables Garrett's implants with an EMP, and the dying Garrett orders Ward to kill them. After two agents lock themselves in the bus infirmary, Ward ejects it into the ocean. Raina injects Garrett with her synthesized guest house drug, initially... Initially, it seems to cause the an extremist reaction, but Garrett recovers. Quinn attempts to sell Deathlock soldiers to the military and invites them to tour Cybertech's facility. Bum, bum, dun, dun, dun. All right. Uh, before we begin, I just had a thought that I'm going to forget. Uh-huh. Um, she synthesized the guest house drug. The only sample of the synthesized, synthesized guest house drug. Right. This reminds me... Of when they created the super soldier serum and nobody wrote down how to make it. This seems like very bad science to me. <laughs> right. Well, I thought she didn't she didn't synthesize the guest house drug. I thought that she took like remainders of other things and managed to like get it. No, you might be right. That might be make more sense and the wiki yeah. might be wrong. Because it's well, like, come on, did you learn nothing from Captain America? Apparently not. <laughs> Yeah. Or the Mythbusters. I mean, we've talked about that, yeah. right? If you're not writing it down, it's not science. Yep. <laughs> right? Seriously. <laughs> I think that might be, like, the thesis statement of this podcast. Oh, seriously. <laughs> if you're not writing it down, you're not doing science. You're just hypothesizing. Yeah. And maybe creating <laughs> some super soldiers. Mm. Yeah. What, no, one super soldier. And never again, apparently. No. <laughs> not according. Oh, wait. We haven't gotten to that movie. But we can talk Sh- about well, it. I, you, you, I have no idea what you're talking about. Hey. Any, it's not anyway. a spoiler. It's already out. We can talk about it. Oh, yeah. According to uh, Civil, Civil War. War. Well, yeah. I mean, even in Winter Soldier, they uh, Bucky's a super soldier. So even without Civil War, we could have talked about it. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Though I don't know that they really ever come right out and say that he got the serum. Yeah, but I well for me personally, I assumed because if he could go toe to toe, oh, I assumed too. Hand, but yeah, <laughs> they never come right out and say it. Yeah, really, I had always assumed he didn't, only because you know he he seems to rely very heavily on that arm. 
Um, well, there's uh, a couple of different indications that he got it. Uh, there's one they talk about Zola was experimenting at the time that they were captured. And the fact that they found him alone down strapped to a table makes me think they were doing experiments on him rather than torturing him. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I figured yeah, he and... got some kind of modification, but not, like... Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, that, I, was, I don't think... that was during the first Avenger when, when Cap finds him. Yeah, and I don't think the arm the arm accounts for everything because Cap relies on the shield a lot too, so I think the arm's just the equivalent to his shield, just a little extra push. Um. All right. Enough about a wonderful, wonderful movie. Let's go to Mm. a. What you don't like, Captain America's um, Winter Soldier? Oh, I love Winter Soldier. Okay. I'm not a fan (laughs) of Civil War. Oh, I know. You're weird. That's still my favorite. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll I'll change about. my mind when I rewatch it, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I also have a friend uh, who might agree with you. She, We were actually having a discussion about she doesn't really like Civil War that much either. So Ooh, who is we'll... this friend and can I meet them? Uh, you may have met on my birthday. I think she came... I think she left early and you came late. I don't think you guys actually met. Oh, that sounds my friend, right. Ka- my friend Catherine. But yeah. Anyway, uh, for people who uh, don't know us personally, this probably isn't very interesting. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, Tyler. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this episode with the flashbacks, I think maybe it would be best for us to break down the flashbacks first and all in one go. And then go through the rest of the episode. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah. So we start off. I mean, cold open. Uh, with Ward, the apparent psychopath who set his home on fire. Uh, I don't <laughs> think with... he's a psychopath. I think he was just trying to get things to end and never have it happen again. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. A very disturbed individual. Maybe psychopath was the wrong term. Mm, a very yeah. disturbed individual. I think so, it's a it's it's not psychopath because that would mean he'd do it again to somebody who didn't have involvement with what was going on with him and his brother. I I think it's more a crime of passion. Yeah, crime, crime of passion, crime of vengeance because of what we know his brother put him through. Right. Yeah. yeah and then uh, yeah, so we have uh, Garrett coming in. Um, and you guys jump in. I don't know. I mean, Al, you put your name down on this one, but I don't know where you want to jump in on this stuff. Yeah, so Garrett looks um, incredibly young, actually. It felt like they did a really good job with his makeup. Like, that was the first thing that popped into my head as soon as I mean, I saw you've it. seen Guardians of the Galaxy 2, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but they're not using the CG to de age them like they do in the more modern I know. movies. I mean, they don't have the budget for that. Well, they, that's what they did with. Uh, oh, God. I'm going to forget his name. Kurt Russell? Yes, thank you. They did yeah. Kurt Russell. Most of that was makeup. Uh, yeah, a lot. No, a lot of it was CG. They. Uh, no, it was not. Um, I've seen the behind the scenes. He stuff. argued. Yes. He argued with them to let him have his makeup person come in. Guardians of oh. Galaxy two, not not one. Yeah, well, he wasn't in one. All right. Yeah. Well. I- they did do a little bit of CG, but yeah, he 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 argued with them about bringing in his own makeup person. He did a test run to let them see how it went. It was a whole big thing. Okay, 
Well, not according to Vanity Fair magazine. But oh. yeah, it's 20% makeup and 80% digital effects. It's Vanity Fair. <laughs> it's Vanity Fair. Uh, <laughs> usual, uh, with the visual <laughs> effects supervisor, Chris Townsend. It was the um. It was eighty percent visual effects, twenty percent. That's not what I read, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Either way, anyway. they can do some pretty amazing things with makeup. Go ahead. Oh okay. yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so anyway, you know that the you know they did a good job uh, just kind of pushing that. Um, you know, when we when we first see him, and um, you know, he he really just kind of like. You know, now we're, it's not really just Ward's character, too, right? Like, now we're getting a bit more of a, uh, you know, of, of Garrett, too, like, as far as what what he wants to do. And I, I kind of wonder, like, you know, he did this with Ward, but how many other people did he just kind of bring in this way? Yeah, um, you know, good question. Yeah, I mean, we only ever see Ward, really, right? There's also Agent Trip, but I don't think he, you know, I don't think he did the same thing with Trip. Yeah, exactly, because oh, yeah. he, he's not Hydra, right? And Ward was, he was part of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I kind of wonder if that happened. Or is this like a, a you know, Sith apprentice type of thing, right? There's only ever the Master and the Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like it wouldn't surprise me if it was that way. Um, but Garrett is, uh, in his Hydra days, like when he's full out Hydra, like now, modern times in this episode, he has allies so he must have recruited some other people somehow but he doesn't have a bunch of i don't know shieldlings i don't think <laughs> that's a good point maybe uh you know we, we do kind of see that eventually ward is is really close with garrett there he like kind of seems to treat him like that you know father figure kind of thing or basically you know he's, he's he really likes garrett he says he'll follow him anywhere basically so maybe right. that's Ward's the only one that kind of stuck around in that capacity. Mm-hmm. Well, did Ward have a father figure? We know about his older brother, but I don't remember if they ever said he had a dad. He does. We we do get some more backstory later mm-hmm. in the series. Um, and so we, we get some more. I don't remember how much more, but I do know he does have a dad. Okay, hang on. Tony, yeah, you yeah, might yeah. Go ahead and keep talking. I'm going to look too. it up. Yeah. yeah, we we learn more about his family. I I. I'm not sure if we meet his dad. I don't think I we know, ever do. I know we meet more of his family. I'm not going to go more specific than that. Yeah. But yeah, um, they go into his backstory a little bit. Um, yeah, so the uh, they uh, bust him out, right? Or am I thinking of something else? This has been a little <laughs> while since I watched this. <laughs> uh, yeah, they do. Um, yeah, they they yeah they bust him out of the you know prison area i believe which i think is odd do you think you have more like legitimate channels to do that um, um according to the wiki he does have a father uh who grant later kidnapped along with his brother and murdered him yeah yeah i know that so, so <laughs> yeah, alicia that stay off alicia stay off the wiki no, my bad <laughs> <laughs> All right, I cannot claim this is a call it later. <laughs> no, you cannot. In, a, in like a season or two or whenever this happens, I will call you out on it. Right. <laughs> you, you, you looked it up. All right. Um. I just wanted to see if he had a father. That was literally the first line of text that came up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh shit. All right. Well, that's good. Thanks for ruining that for me, Wiki. 
<laughs> yeah, w- wikis are dangerous because there are no spoiler warnings. I just wanted I mean, to see if he had a dad. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, there's a book series I'm reading right now. I just started, and they've got like a thousand, hundred thousand characters. And I, like, wiki did like, oh, who, the, who is this? Because it's been a few days since I stopped reading. And it's just like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, she did this, dies in the final battle. It's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Don't you hate that? I really do. So it's like, you know what? I'll just swim in ignorance with The Wheel of Time. It's a 15 book series, but I don't need to be spoiled any further. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so he gets him out of there, and then he takes him to. In a very uh, interesting way. Yeah, yeah. Very, very more Hydra y than Shield y, I think. Yes. Yeah. And then he takes him to the middle of the woods to go camping. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to survive. He dumps survive. him in the middle of the woods with a dog. Uh, you know, this might be evidence that uh, Ward is not his first go. He's just the first one to survive this. Mm. Or <laughs> not be a, a idiot. And, you know, you've got, I don't forget how many months, six months or something he lives in there. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I feel like in six months, if you're surviving anyway, you mm-hmm. could walk to civilization. Seriously, though. I mean, it might take you weeks or months, but in that amount of time, you could definitely make it to civilization. Civilization in that. Well, time. wasn't he technically still a fugitive anyway? Well, yeah, he was, but. Yeah, but oh, yeah, do you want to just I'm... give up, right? Do you just want to say, "Eh, I don't want to live in the forest anymore. I'll take a." You know, a provided meal that I don't have to hunt. Well, yeah. I can imagine someone giving up on that. I mean, that's that's the difference between me and a secret agent. I would be like, well, so screw this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> screw this. I need my my superhero TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> his his actions could have also been, you know, part of the the I guess determining factor for if Garrett even wanted to keep him around, right? Maybe. Um, you know, some of these other people didn't steal from other people that were in the wilderness, too, right? Because Ward says that. No, he true. started expanding his horizons. He you know, was stealing whatever he needed to survive. Maybe these mm-hmm. other people didn't. And then Garrett said, well, well, I guess you're not willing and just shot them somewhere. Yeah, that uh, wouldn't well, surprise me. Maybe it's not stealing. I mean, it could be stealing because Garrett's a terrible person. But I think it's <laughs> doing what you need to do to survive. And that would be including stealing. And following Garrett's orders is the number one thing. Garrett told you to stay there, and he stayed there. So that's something that I think Garrett's looking for no matter what. Oh, yeah. I have expected that dog to be dead by the time he came back, by the way. I expected Ward to have eaten it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't want to talk about the dog yet. (laughs) (laughs) I still Um, am unclear if that dog died or not. Uh... Yes, he did because I went back and I remember looking. I thought, well, maybe he didn't die. And then they showed he spoke about killing the dog. I think he talked. He talked to Garrett about it. Uh, yeah, but that's Garrett. No, he Ward told. Well, I feel I like he, he killed. The, I feel like he killed the dog because li- at the end of at the end of the episode, uh, in his mind, he's killing Fitz and Simmons when he. But puts he him didn't. In the ocean. But he no, didn't. But, but in his mind, he is. That's yeah, the same thing. No, see, the 
No, no, no. I, I have so, a problem there. So I'll the argue same, with you. <laughs> that's the same thing as um, killing. Uh, Fitz is, is Ward's dog now. So <laughs> this is him killing the dog again. <laughs> he 100%. He 100% thought he killed. Um, Sorry, my phone's ringing. <laughs> he 100% thought he killed Gemma and, um, and Fitz right there. Leah. Uh, I don't think he did. He knows how smart they are. He knows what those boxes are capable of. I don't think he thought he did. I think he thought that at least would satisfy satisfy Garrett that think that they're dead because he doesn't. Garrett doesn't know the capabilities of Fitz and Simmons. It's why I think he let the dog go because at the end you see it through the sniper scope. You hear the shot, but you don't actually see it dead. I I I hundred percent believe that he killed the dog. And he killed, or he thinks, he intended to kill Fitz and Simmons. I don't think so, because otherwise I think he would have showed more surprise when we hit, uh, when we hit, um, crap. The next episode? The next episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the finale. I, I Well, I think that's, he is just dead. I think he could have told him that his, I don't no, his grandpa came back to dead from the dead to kick his ass for what he did, and he wouldn't mm. have reacted because he is just so beat to crap. From, no, um, I I really don't think so. I really don't. I I really think he okay. like I think for the dog he pretend to have shot it and let it run into the wild because at least it have better chance of survival there. It doesn't have a great chance, but at least it has some chance. That's why I think he dropped. Uh, Fitz and Simmons in the ocean, knowing that they're flying low, so the the crate wasn't going to explode when it hit the water from being too high, and the capabilities of the crate plus the the intelligence of Fitz and Simmons, I think he does care for them, and that's why he did that instead of figuring out how to get in there and shooting them and so making the, sure they so were. So we're, we're we're jumping ahead like into an entire different episode. I, we yeah. should probably just save this for later. Okay, um, yeah. But I, I do agree he probably he cared about them. But you know that's like now now we're just jumping on on you know not this episode at all. We should probably just wait you know a week or so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that more. So let's um let's talk about uh Garrett coming back and lying about tacos. Yes. Uh, that he was like the now. most offensive thing he could have ever done. That's how I know Garrett's evil. Is he <laughs> right. lied about tacos? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is now the evilest villain we have seen so far in the MCU. You nope. don't at this point. I mean, promise tacos and Th- don't do it. Yeah, I mean, the Thanos has a lot to live up to when you look at Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he told Deadpool that, Deadpool would have killed him on the spot. You just oh, definitely. Oh, right. Oh, Deadpool would have like been like, "What? Where are my tacos? What do you mean you don't have tacos?" Okay, yeah. I'm gonna go get my own tacos <laughs> with with your truck and your right? wallet and your head <laughs> on my dashboard because I'm Deadpool. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was my only note for that part. Is just like there were no tacos. I actually don't remember what they talked about afterwards. <laughs> Oh, I'm in the same okay. boat. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the next flashback is uh, five years later where mm. they change actor. And Ward has changed a lot in five years. Yes. <laughs> he looks like a completely different person. <laughs> he looks like he went through a very weird puberty, went, growth spurt, yeah, he, something. I don't no, know. He went through his second puberty, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
called Super Puberty, you turn into Grant Ward. <laughs> well, maybe that's just what happens when you go to that area of uh, shield training. Or no, wait, no, yeah. was this before or Hydra after he went to the academy? I forget now. It's before yeah. he went to the academy. Yeah, because okay, he's going to the right. academy. Um, yeah, right after this. After that's right before before. he's told to uh, shoot the dog. Yep. Where he may or may not have shot the dog. Didn't shoot it. I feel like we are going... You are a terrible villain apologist. I know. (laughs) (laughs) You love the villains too much. I do. I like my villains. Seriously, though, like, my first anime was... Not my first anime, but my, like, first real one that wasn't Sailor Moon sort of thing. (laughs) Like, your first anime was either Sailor Moon or Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z, like the rest of us. (laughs) Oh, and I loved Vegeta for that one, too, so uh, I'm screwed. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, what were you saying about... Oh, but anyway, my first one uh, after that was Inuyasha, and I always liked Shishomaru. I, I did not give a shit that he was a, a pain in the ass to the main characters. I liked him. Yeah, I love villains because I like the evilness. I don't try to... I don't, I'm not going to say I don't want any of them redeemed because Darth Vader is still the best villain. But um, I don't need them all redeemed. I don't need them all to be good. I don't need them all redeemed. But you try. Just, you try to argue that a lot of them aren't evil. I just do the ones I like, I do. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, at this point, I'm not going to give you foreshadowing whether he gets redeemed or not. But at this point, he's not redeemed. But you are trying to say he's not evil in general. No, I'm just <laughs> trying to say he didn't shoot the dog. Well, that's a that is showing you that he's evil. <laughs> okay, no, not argue. So not argue. We've say. already done this. We've already done this. Let's <laughs> move on. <laughs> All right, now we get into the present where um where we've got like everybody kind of reacting toward being evil. Mhm. Yeah. Um Alan, <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? So, yeah, I mean it's it was kind of interesting to me that everyone just jumped in and said, "Oh, yep, he's he's definitely evil." Mm-hmm. Which uh fits I'm in the wrong episode. is the only <laughs> one who who was still, I mean, he even tried to give an explanation. He was like, "Oh, hey, maybe he has that eye thing that makes them do whatever or, you know, do everything, mm-hmm. right? Like that could have actually, that could have been a legitimate issue, right? Well, yeah. So I, mean, I, I, yeah. I don't I don't know why everyone wasn't still kind of holding out a little bit of hope. They really just jumped over with that. And <laughs> if this was... Well, mm-hmm. uh, well he's kidnapped Sky. He legit kidnapped her and then nearly kind of sort of tortured her well yeah but um if if he had the eye thing um he would still do that i mean look what um mike peterson's doing under the eye stuff Mm, but you think that would have shown up wouldn't it no no that that's like al saying it's like legitimate reasons why like if you're these characters and you don't know whether or not he has the eye Mm, it's, mm -hmm. it's it's like al saying we, why do all these characters don't agree with Fitz that it's a possibility? Yeah, yeah that, exactly. Um, well, like, to be fair, had they encountered it past uh, the girl and Deathlock? I don't think they've um, seen it more yes, than twice. They, yes, no, yes, we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go, um, go the girl's handler. The girl's handler had the eye, because remember, oh, they okay. caught him and his eye blew, so they knew it's a thing they used. Also, Multiple the times. other okay. the other Deathlock soldiery people during that like mid season finale, they all had it too. Yeah, but I don't know that I don't know that the team knew they had it. No, they did. I mean, that's how we we saw it, right? I think actually, I'm not mm-mm. sure, but 
Hmm. No, okay. we saw it through their vision. We saw it through the, the enemy's vision that they had the command to destroy them. But we didn't okay. see the team knowing that they did. Got it. Yeah, so, but so I, I feel like I... that would be a safe assumption if they have the technology. It's a safe assumption that they have more people under that. It depends yeah. on how big the technology is. Uh, the problem I have with that statement is that they don't know who, like, they arrested the guy who was running or backing this project. He was in, in the fridge. He, we know he's out now, but we don't know that he's had much influence. The, the team doesn't know that he's had super influence yet. I, I mean, so I, don't, it's possible. I don't know if I, I mean, again, if he's a real scientist, he probably wrote that down and someone else could have gotten the, the technology for it. True, but um, do they have the, the funds to fund it when his accounts got frozen? Well, I mean, Hydra, right? If, yeah, if Hydra has accounts they, everywhere. Yeah. They right, do. but so so my my big issue with this whole thing was that the only reason, like from a storytelling perspective, that the other characters are instantly okay with or are instantly like, oh yeah, Ward is definitely Hydra, is because we as the audience already know he's Hydra. Right, right. this is a, a common thing, and like no, yes. when they're in that position, it could definitely be this other very possible thing. They don't actually know for sure, and even in the the right. episode prior, right where. Where we see that message that Sky wrote on the on the um, the Hydra, uh, what was Ward's it? Hydra? Yeah, yeah, Ward is Hydra, right? Yeah, was she? Um, oh God, what was that? It was the it was a screen, right? It was a it was like a yeah. monitor screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. The it was the picture the changing the picture. The faux windows. Yeah, yeah, the exactly. fake windows. Yeah. Well, the problem so, I have is they discover in this episode by infiltrating Cybertech that Centipede and Hydra are connected. Yeah, but they're assuming Sambia's Hydra is connected. They're, they they just want the extra proof and the like schematics and stuff. Well, like that. they know that Centipede is connected to Deathlock, and in this episode, they find out that Garrett is the first Deathlock. Yeah, yeah. So let's actually move on to the next thing that I had down was um, them planning to go against Cybertech. They're actually showing that everything, all this stuff that they've dealt with this whole season, it all links back to Cybertech. Mm-hmm. And I, the only reason that I really wanted to talk about was, um, as a teacher, uh, we use these chart papers all the time to get these kids to connect the ideas. No, and I was, I was so impressed by the team that they got it right away. I mean, it's like pulling teeth when you do it with eight-year-olds. Oh, but trust <laughs> me. It's pulling teeth when you do it your own children. Yeah. For those <laughs> that don't know, both my parents are teachers. Oh, yeah? I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, both my parents are math teachers. It's not fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and then also, they go through the whole thing of why didn't you go after Cybertech, why all this stuff, and then Coulson wants his plane back, which is fair, <laughs> but you'd think you'd be a little more concerned about the car than the plane. <laughs> right. Where is uh, well, actually, they, Right? Did they, he just leave it already, somewhere? No, they already have the car. They Didn't they jump out in the last episode? Yes. Yeah, and then he parked it, and he paid for I don't know parking or valet or something, and and then it was in valet. Yeah, we don't oh, that's gonna be a he, that's gonna be ridiculous getting it out because does he get Lola we, back? We don't. Know. Um, does Lola come back? I don't remember. Probably shows up somewhere, I, right? I I I know. Yeah, yes, Lola comes back. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I I'll like, spoil. I'll uh, spoil it for uh, you. It's not a big plot point. Yes, Lola comes back. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I like Lola. Everybody does. 
<laughs> um, it's a flying car. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, the second best flying car. Because it doesn't time travel. Uh, <laughs> what? Are we talking about Back to the Future? Hell yes, we're talking about Back to the Future. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I was on the same page. I've seen it. It's just been a while. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. We have to rewind that, too? I haven't even seen it. I know. What? <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been through this. In one of the really early episodes, Al says he's never watched Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, my God. Since then, what is you, wrong like, with you? Guys, since then, you guys have talked about other movies, and I just keep my mouth shut about the ones I haven't seen. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>. no. <laughs> anyway, as I'm judging Al. Um, I was going to say, my husband thinks I'm super sheltered because he names movies, and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, your husband would be... likes to find the hella obscure ones. That's just true. To show off. <laughs> he um, does like his hella obscure movies. Yeah, so uh, right there in the hotel room, I'm just changing subject. Right there in the hotel room, <laughs> uh, Trip pulls out his Howling Commando tech. Which Coulson hella geeks over. I, exactly. Hella geeks. Yeah. Um, and they proceed to uh, pretty much destroy their hotel room. <laughs> they proceed to destroy the hotel, let's face it. He sets off yeah. that EMP. He said, "Yeah, he sets off the MP. Uh, they use a cigarette thing to set a fire in the hotel room. Uh, <laughs> the laser pointer. <laughs> yeah, they're never going to be allowed in that hotel ever again. Nope. Yeah, and um, yeah, and you gotta remember, at this point, they think they're not getting paid anymore. Oh, <laughs> because, that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shield is gone. They have. They're gonna have no place to live because I'm assuming." They, well, they, we know. They all lived on the plane. And probably on a shield base when they're out on the plane. So That's they true. were screwed. <laughs> and since the plane's gone, they legit have nowhere to live. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they need to keep that hotel room nice. And you stop setting off EMPs and setting right. things on fire. Well, well to be fair, they don't... Back, right? He wants oh, yeah, stuff. that's true. It's, it's other <laughs> stuff, too, right? Uh, he wants his collection. He had, he had his cool office in there with all the other items. Yep. He wants all that back, too. It's not just the plane. <laughs> Give me my the shit. cool. Yeah. It is cool. But, yeah. Um, and then they uh, infiltrate Cybertech. <laughs> Can I just say that how they infiltrate Cybertech? <laughs> just, I'm like, wait, wait, why? I, I legitimately why? thought you were dying. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm laughing because they sent Coulson and me in as scientists. As, as essentially Fitz and Simmons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With Fitz and Simmons in their ear. That was uh, just, I was like, wait, seriously? Wait, seriously, seriously? All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we we have them. I mean, Fitz and Simmons acting like Fitz and Simmons and then being mirroring by Coulson and May. Um. A little bit of a problem. Don't you think more people would, like, if there were any Hydra employees, mm-hmm. don't you think they'd be more likely to know Coulson and possibly the Cavalry uh, than Fitz I don't, and Simmons? See, I don't think they're in Cybertech. I don't know that Cybertech themselves yeah, is Yeah, that's Hydra. if there were any Hydra people in there, because we know right. they're connected. And they don't know how connected they are. Right, but so I don't I've, think, I think this is a more a low-tech Cybertech uh, base it doesn't have the main hydra people it's probably got the low and bottom of the barrel hydra people if they do have hydra people in there and 
it doesn't sound like they super do because they were talking about how the people from Hydra were already selling them tech that was better than what uh, Coulson slash Colson and May slash Fitz and Simmons were trying to offer them to infiltrate. Mm, I don't like, think there is Hydra there. Like the Icer grenade, which we yeah. saw on tracks. <laughs> um, what were you going to say? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, like, I don't think anyone, like, I don't know as much about Colson. I don't know how known he is. Um, but May, like, I don't think people recognize her as much, right? Because yeah. they recognize yeah. the name, the cavalry. But, but they don't it know it's her. They, because. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, like they thought Simmons, it was war. I think. Well, Fitz and Simmons in episode two, right? Didn't they like? It wasn't until the second episode that they find out she's the cavalry, or the third episode, mm-hmm. or something. It, it yep. like they didn't instantly recognize her in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she and she's not the one to go. Obviously, she's right. whatever happened to get her that name. We never find out the true truth yet. Uh, um. Whatever happened, she's not proud of it. So she's not touting that, and she doesn't go, like, accept awards for whatever happened. So it's not something there would be a photo op or people will get to see her name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they probably don't know about Coulson coming back from the dead, right? That seems even somewhat that, Yeah, that's more... level 7 yeah. and above. But G- Garrett knows, and if Garrett's a high-ranking member of Hydra, he'd put his people on alert if Hydra were there. But yeah, I, I can see that Hydra probably doesn't have a big presence, if any presence there. Um, So we get them, uh, like, they get rejected. Yep. And then they have to sneak into what they think is the mainframe, and then there was this long hallway scene that bugs me i mean the scene isn't long but the hallway is long of course it is <laughs> and there's a phone <laughs> in the middle and a, a guy sp- spots them and then may does like 73 cartwheels or right. backflips i can't remember and it's just like that seems excessive and it seems like a waste of time it did <laughs> i agreed with you yeah. although she i could have just ran Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just like my my curiosity was, you know, after they they kind of fight and they're like pulling these people around and hiding them, then they have oh. a little like conversation, right? Where where yeah. they say, um, like, uh, oh gosh, who was it? I think it was May who turns to Colson and says, "Hey, does your sweater itch?" Like, <laughs> you know, th- this is the kind of like you know nice, lighthearted comedy stuff we see in these scenes. But if if I ever meet someone that I find out like did spy stuff or something. I, I want to know if they have conversations like that. Like, do they just, you know, after knocking someone out or at something? Well, if I'm taking from the MCU, they do. Because <laughs> um, Scarlet, uh, um, Scarlet, I keep calling her Scarlet Witch, but it's like, no, but that's Scarlet Johansson or Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow also talks a lot like this. in um, Or Scarlet Widow. I mean, that Scarlet could work Widow. too, right? I, I know who you're talking about if you said that. No, yeah. Scarlet, Spy- Scarlet Spider is a different Marvel character, so we can't use that. Mm, true. Not not my favorite, anyway. Um, but that's nowhere. Yeah, but um, Black <laughs> Widow does that. <laughs> um, yeah, she talks like that all the time. Like when she kicks um, Sitwell off the thing, it's just like they're talking about uh, Steve's prospects while mm-hmm. Shield is apparently falling. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about that girl from? Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. The one who was he? The one with the lip ring. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very true. Um, yeah. So they get to Cybertech's 
um, files, I guess. Uh, <laughs> which, for a technology company, uh, that's probably the most brilliant idea ever. Right. Because they were hard files instead of digital files, so they could right. not be hacked. Can I just say, though, that the uh, prepare for a transfer and they toss <coughs> that filing cabinet out the window. Do you know how heavy a filing cabinet is with papers in it? Because I do. <laughs> I do know. I have moved them myself, mm-hmm. like, with the help of um, uh, dollies. And they are not fun. No. <laughs> I know I would not be able to lift them. May and Coulson, I mean, yes, May's a badass, but she's more... Uh, acrobatic than raw strength. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but so, well, yeah, I, I'm a little skeptical of them doing it. Oh, but this is this is a situation where the writers look at it and did a Garrett saying that was too good a line because get ready for a large data on transfer. How large? <laughs> and then it crashes out of the window. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Garrett's lying. I just had to. It was too good yeah. to pass up. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, um, right before that, just a second before that, um, mm-hmm. they, they look at a Project Deathlock that was started in 1990. And mm-hmm. um, that's a Easter egg for Deathlock, the, because even though his character was uh, created and published in 1974, he, um, Deathlock, the original character, came from the dystopian future of 1990. So that's when Deathlock was built in the comics and built in the uh, TV show. Hmm. Yeah. That's and good then last thing, yeah, last thing when they escape, uh, they use a harpoon gun to get out, <coughs> which mm-hmm. is the same type of harpoon gun that they use in Captain America: The First Avengers when they get on the train. Remember, watch uh, Mind the Gap. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> good to I I totally missed that. So, Alicia, we get a big reveal about who is a Deathlock. Uh, what? Garrett is? Yeah, Garrett's a Deathlock. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, where, where are we going with this? <laughs> I, was like, I thought you already said it. I think yeah, we he's already the said first, it. First, he's the first Deathlock. Patient yeah. Zero. Yeah. Or Patient One. Go. I never understood Pat- the Patient Zero crap. Patient Zero is if there's an infection where the infection originated, but he's not uh, an infection. No. So yeah, he's he's experiment one or patient one. Patient one. Yeah. So I wrote like Garrett is dying. Yay! He wants a G three twenty five for himself. Boo. Boo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we get a little interaction with uh, or we. I think it's with a Sky and oh not Sky with Reina and uh Ward about. Uh, Sky's parents. You know about Sky's that, parents? No, oh, yeah, it, it, it starts oh. with Garrett in the GH two thirty five, and then they talk about the Sky's parents. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Alicia, do you have? I know we're before predictions. Uh, actually, let's hold off predictions till next episode about Sky's parents. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, I think but... we get a little more information. You already watched it. <laughs> Yeah, but her. I yeah, did, Sky's but I already story. did my called it before. Well, oh yeah, well, yeah. Go ahead, Alicia. I'm, I'm, brain, I'm tired. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I was like, I'm we sorry. did my called it last time. We recorded it at the end of last thing. 
Yeah. Well, oh, your predictions. Mm-hmm. You're called. You're called at corner. Yes, my called at corner. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you about predictions about Sky's parents, but we get a little bit more information at the end of the next episode, which we'll talk about then. I didn't get anything <laughs> out of that episode, by the way. I, well, well, when well, I saw it, I was like, I don't have any clue who they are. I'm just annoyed. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about that next time, which you'll say the exact same thing. But, <laughs> um, yeah. Al, you wrote in our notes the dun 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 ending. I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I didn't know. What to do. No, I just wanted to, to say, you know, it it really ends, you know, cliffhangery, all that kind of stuff. But like everyone is so screwed, and mm-hmm. I think I remember the first time I watched this, I was thinking, all right, obviously they get out, but like we've already seen that. You know they're they're not really afraid to kill characters in this show like a little bit, but um, they're not you know, afraid earlier... to kill characters in this EU general. Yeah, um, I mean a, a little, but yeah, that that's true. Exactly. I mean, you know, very different from other shows too, right? Like, like we've already seen Victoria Han die, which is a I don't want to say a major character from the comic books, but well known enough from the comics, mm-hmm. right? And so, and when I first watched this, I remember thinking, oh. Like someone might actually die, or hey, maybe Fitzsimmons, they do die, which is possible, or just one of them, or something happens, right? And so this, the yeah. the the end of this, like, really felt like cool. Something's gonna happen. All right, can't wait to watch this. Now I have to wait a week. Damn it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want no. them to die. Well, no, I didn't want them. To <laughs> oh no, die I don't either, want them to but... die. <laughs> yeah, but but no, now Fitzsimmons are definitely my favorites. Oh yeah. Yeah, so we we already discussed where Fitz and Simmons end up um, in the ocean. Uh, let's talk real quick about where um, the rest of our crew ends up in Havana. No, no, no. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Here for yeah, you. <laughs> but we get. This, I hate uh, that stupid song. Yeah, I feel I didn't know. I forgot that we spent so much time in Havana, or else I wouldn't have used it already. The song at the end of our episode. Use it again. No, no, I heard it once. I'll never have to hear it again. <laughs> um, yeah, but in the Havana base, we've got um, <coughs> we've got the secret door because Tolson did kind of a Tony Stark, hoping there was a secret door there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we get the darkened room and them being pretty much surrounded by centipede soldiers and a guy with the uh, Asgardian staff. <laughs> Which I think is funny that he's going to try to use that against May. Yeah. Dumb, dumb. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens next week. But <gasps> no. Yeah. Bum, bum, bum. yeah, but um, I'm pretty good. What do you guys think? I think we covered this episode. I'm good. All right, Alicia, now that we've recorded that episode and we're not editing this is from a previous episode in, uh, do you have any <laughs> predictions from the finale? <laughs> uh, yes. I predict that Fury, uh, not Fury, uh, Fitz and Simmons uh, will get rescued. Uh, I think they will be near drowning, uh, but not actually drown. Somebody will save them. I don't know who, but somebody will save them. Um, I. That, think that's a pretty safe one. Do it, make a bold I, claim. Who's going to save him? 
They're not going to kill off Fitz and Simmons, probably. They might kill off Well, one. none of the team is close <laughs> enough to do it. They don't know what's going on. They're three hours away. So, mm-hmm. uh, including Maria Hill. Maria Hill's with them. At least they, she was. Uh, so, I'm going to go with... The only logical one is Fury, because Koenig's dead. So, he's the only one that would know what's going on. Okay. So, I'm going to go with Fury. All right. Yeah. Um, Any more predictions? Uh, I think. Uh, let me see. What else? Nope, I... I'm looking at my notes. So hang on. <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to think of what would happen for this. Um. I think, especially because this this most recent episode, they uh we get a little bit out of Reina about. Uh, how she hears about um, Sky's parents, though she doesn't know it's Sky's parents. I think we're going to get a little more reveal on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how, but I think I think we're going to see that. Um, uh, I think. Oh, I think we're going to see something happen with Peterson. I don't know. Let's see, Peterson. He keeps he keeps asking about his son, so maybe something to do with the son. I don't know if he'll get to see him or somebody will rescue him. But that's yeah. my prediction. <laughs> okay. All right, everyone. Just remember, please tune in next time where we talk about the next thing we talk about. The next thing and, we talk about. <laughs> and please remember to follow us on Twitter, MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, I don't have one for this. I really don't. And okay. I'm not using the shoot the dog, so not doing that. Please don't. <laughs> Apparently, I like, we don't know if the I like animals. Shot. <laughs> the dog has not been shot. This is my standpoint. I'm going to stand there. Okay. All right. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 1, Episode 21, Ragtag. Signing off. And have a marvelous day. How does a ragtag volunteer army in need of a shower somehow defeat a global superpower? How do we emerge victorious from the quagmire? Leave the battlefield waving Betsy Ross's flag higher? Yo, turns out we have a secret weapon, an immigrant. You know and love who's unafraid to step in. He's constantly confusing, confounding the British henchmen. Everyone give it up for America's favorite fighting Frenchman! I'm picking this horse.